Everybody. Welcome to Conversations in the Paint Department. This is Matt Bergman. So with your life, maybe you're one of those people. Are you a planner? Uh, do you need to plan out your life? Like what's step one, step two, step three? Or maybe you've had somebody in your life. Maybe it's a parent, an aunt, uncle, grandparent, friends, even a spouse. Uh, sort of plan out what your next steps are in your life. You know, there's a trajectory. So you go to school, you graduate, you go to college, you get married, you get a job, you work that job, you retire, and then you go and travel the country. You know, those, those types of plans. And have you ever noticed that those plans rarely ever happen in life? Because there's so many different twists and turns. Well, I was just having a conversation with my daughter, uh, who right now is in high school, so she's going into her sophomore year. And she's trying to figure out what she wants to do with the rest of her life. And as a teacher, uh, I know that I've conditioned my kids, uh, my school kids and also my real kids to think about those sort of things. And there's really no issue with that. I mean, we should be thinking about our future, especially if you're working right now, you should be thinking about, well, how am I gonna plan for retirement? Um, how I'm going to plan to pay off my bills, things like that. That's healthy. But when we start looking at maybe comparing ourselves to other people or thinking that there's only one way, one path, well, that can be problematic. I was recently reading a book called Stop Blaming Others and Taking Responsibility for Your Life. And they were talking about how, you know, there's millions and billions of people on this earth and if everybody was blessed the same way, had the same trajectory in life, and well, <laughs> we would be at a standstill, we'd plateau, life would be boring. People have not taken the same path to get to where they are, and that's the beauty of variability in life. I was privileged enough a few years ago um, as a high school teacher to uh, read a book called um, uh, The Ice House. And it was all about entrepreneurship. And we were talking about um, just the whole idea of starting your own business or being successful in life. And one of the examples in that curriculum was of Brian Scudamore of 1-800-GOT-JUNK. I was privileged enough to get in contact with Brian and have him actually be interviewed by several of my classes. It was really cool. And listening to Brian's story was pretty amazing to me. I mean, he grew up in a household where you were supposed to graduate from high school, go to college, get a job, and that's what he did. So one day he's sitting at a drive-through at a fast food place and he notices in front of him a truck that's really beat up, has a bunch of junk in it, and it was a junk business. And he thought, oh my gosh, I could do that. And so he started taking some risks of starting his own business, and eventually it became 1-800-GOT-JUNK. He wanted a business model where people came to your house in a clean truck, dressed very nicely, and uh, would be able to take your junk away very easily um, and conveniently. Well, the business took off, and Brian eventually dropped out of college 
in order to pursue his business. And I tell you what, I'm following him on LinkedIn. It is amazing what he's doing. He started a paint business and he's starting many other business ventures because he wants to try new things. He, he definitely is one of those people where the trajectory from point A to point B to point C doesn't work for him. And does that sound familiar for you? I mean, you may in your career, maybe you're a teacher, um, you know, like I've been, and you just think, well, that's really all I'm ever going to do. And it doesn't necessarily, I'm not necessarily talking about the trajectory uh, from a professional standpoint, although I'm going to emphasize that. It could be, um, you know, just interests. It could be how you live your life. You know, one of the things that happened to me that really derailed my life was I went through a divorce about four years ago. And it was horrible because I um, had I, I was doing pretty well in my career. I was thinking, I, you know, we had kids. I thought things were going really well, and then all of a sudden, it just fell completely apart, and my life just spiraled out of control. And many of my friends that I have um, in the professional uh, field and also um, outside of the professional field, they've gone through divorce too. And there is nothing like the pain of going through rejection like that, especially if there was some infidelity, um, which happened in my case, and it is just really painful. But what you do with that is what matters. And so I sat, I literally sat in the dark in my house for, gosh, almost six months to a year. Every night after the kids would go to bed, I just basically sit there and mope. Um, and then I tried to go into the dating scene and that was a complete disaster. And one, uh, one person in particular in my life, a mentor of mine, kind of took me aside and said, Matt, you need to start rebuilding the foundation of your life. But before I could do that, I needed to come to grips that my life was not going to be point A to point B. It wasn't gonna be a straight line, it wasn't gonna be a straight trajectory and I was going to have to figure things out. And so I took a detour. And a lot of times in life, we are afraid to take detours, but there's nothing wrong with that. And I've spoken about that before. And so I started learning one new thing a month to sort of reinvent myself. And I really opened myself up. But maybe you can't relate to that. Maybe you can relate to more of a professional type of, of pathway. And so I've had the same thing happen to me professionally, where I started out, and I had this conversation with my daughter the other day. She said, Dad, what did you want to do when you were in high school? And I, I thought about that, and I said, well, you know what? I actually wanted to get into sales, like my dad. My dad's in the hotel industry, so I moved around quite a bit growing up, and I wanted to see the country because I had the travel bug in me. But then I realized that I didn't want that life for myself or for my kids because it's moving every couple years. So when I was in high school, about my senior year, uh, a business teacher of mine, she approached me. She said, Matt, you'd be a really good teacher. And I thought, well, okay, you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll give that a go. And, and so I go into college and I'm still sort of undecided. And then I think, yeah, you know what? I want to be a teacher because I want to be a football coach. That's what I want. That I want to be a football coach. Uh, I played college football, played high school football. That's what I wanted to do. That was going to be my trajectory. I was going to graduate from high school, graduate from college, get married, be a football coach, retire, and be the greatest football coach ever. And uh, 
Well, let's just say that that didn't happen. Uh, sorry, I, spoiler alert, right? So what I end up doing is uh, I, I become an English uh, major, an English teacher major, and uh, then what, we find, what I find out is I have an injury in college uh, to my ankle, and I'm out of uh, classes for quite some time. And so I missed a lot of time, and I failed a, a class or two, and I thought, you know what, this just isn't for me. And I still wanted to teach, but I didn't know necessarily what to do. So I decided to go into business education because at least I would have some flexibility if things didn't work out, I could at least go into business for myself. So I, I get a, a job, my first job as a keyboarding teacher uh, at a, a school in, uh, in, in South Central Pennsylvania. And then from there, I move on to a high school position and it was there that I decided, you know what? I don't wanna be a football coach anymore. I don't like that lifestyle. I don't want that to be consuming my life. And so I enrolled in a master's degree program and I thought, you know what? This is gonna be great that I'm going to get my master's degree and then I'm going to uh, you know, become a principal, then an, assist, uh, an assistant principal, principal, assistant superintendent, superintendent, and then finally retire. And that didn't happen. In fact, I interviewed for an, a principal position and I just decided it wasn't for me. And my position was cut. And so then I started looking for principal positions everywhere. And unfortunately, nobody wants to hire you if you don't have a whole lot of experience. And so I stumbled into where I'm at now, Milton Hershey School. And, and so uh, I was a high school teacher there for many years. And, and I decided that I wanted to um, continue that path of being a principal. And it just never worked out. Every single time I would interview for something like that, it would never work out. And I was so frustrated. But then when I suddenly became open to change, a colleague of mine came up to me and said, hey, what about doing a professional development for us on um, blogging? And I'm thinking, what? I don't even know what a blog is. And so I decided to, uh, to do that. And they said, hey, you know what? You'd be really good at writing a blog. And I'm thinking, I know nothing about this, but okay. And uh, the first year of my blog called Learn, Lead, Grow, uh, there was about 100 people that actually viewed the, the site. I think it was my mom maybe 100 times you know, clicking on that. Um, but anyways, that started a passion of mine for infusing technology in the classroom. And later on, a leader in our organization had uh, shared with me some information about a program at Temple University to become a instructional technology coach. And so I did that. And then I really liked it. And I, I decided, you know what? I already have a master's degree. I'm gonna go and try to uh, become a, um, you know, uh, the director of, of learning technologies at my school. And so I need to get my doctorate in this. And I applied to a university and I get rejected. My application gets rejected because on paper I didn't have enough experience. My GRE scores were horrible. You know, I, my dream was gone. But I decided that I was gonna go back and get another master's degree in instructional technology instead at the University of Akron. So I go ahead and I do that. And then I apply again to another university and I get in. And so life is going great. And then in 2017, my world comes crumbling down and I get a divorce and I had to step away from that doctoral program. 
And for a year, I did nothing. And then I decided to go back and I was going to try to do it again. And, and so then I, I decide that I am going to, uh, you know, go and, and uh, you know, try, try, to, try to start this program again. And meanwhile, professionally, I, I moved from my role of being a teacher into my current role right now, learning technologies role. And as I was going through my journeys, unfortunately, I made a lot of bad choices of uh, how to treat people and how to, um, I let my ego and my, my um, arrogance um, at the time uh, really influence some things and ruin some relationships. And so I was sent down to uh, a, a, the elementary school where I'm at right now and I viewed it as a punishment. And I was bitter for many, many years. And uh, the director of learning technologies position opened up and I decided to apply for it and uh, my application was um, rejected. Um, it opened up again, I tried to apply for it, the application was rejected. Uh, another role opened up in the middle school, the application was rejected. Another uh, position opened up in the high school, my application was rejected. And so all this is going on and I, and I decide, you know what, I'm gonna get back into um, get back into my doctoral program and so I get into the doctoral program again and then all hell breaks loose and my son has an incident where he's, he's involved in a legal case and so I needed to step away and so I thought all my dreams were going to be going away but it was during this time that God started blessing me um, blessing me with some cool opportunities that I just I don't even know how they even happened. You know, I was able to, to speak at Harvard University. Yeah, Harvard University, twice. I was able to um, go to Canada and work with uh, colleges and universities there, give keynote presentations across the country. It was just really cool what God was doing in my life at that time because I was open to taking exits and detours and realizing that the path for me isn't gonna be the same as somebody else. Now, I decided uh, in December to go back once again for the third and hopefully the final time to finish up my degree. And I am slated to graduate with my doctorate in educational leadership with a focus on emerging technologies sometime in 2022. And I am looking forward to getting that piece of paper to say that I earned my degree and it's been a long journey but I'm in the middle of it I need to be open for what's next you know I might not necessarily be happy with where the stops are have been along the way I may not have been prepared for the things along the way and you too might have had something like that happen in your life where you had an unexpected event unexpected diagnosis unexpected turn unexpected whatever or maybe it was expected but the whole idea is is that what works for some people may not necessarily work for you and don't be jealous of them don't be jealous of somebody whose whose career is picture perfect cookie cutter because that's may, maybe what they need maybe you need something different maybe the reason why you are going through what you're going through right now is because there is a purpose for it later down the road. That's at least what I believe. That's at least what I have faith in.
and I hope you do too. I wish you the best. I wish you a good a journey along the way and be open to the journey. Be open to the exits and the twists and turns because you never know what blessings may come out of that. Hey, thanks for listening. And I hope you have a great rest of your day, great rest of your week. And check out more on Conversations in the Paint Department. You can find it on Spotify and wherever you get podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to Conversations in the Paint Department, a humorous and sometimes serious look at the personal, professional, and leadership lessons that I've learned from mistakes and getting a little bit of paint on my face. If you like what you heard, check us out on Spotify or Anchor. You can follow us on Twitter at at MattBergman14. And if you'd like, as an EdTech fan, check out my blog at bergman-udl.blogspot.com.